The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is Mosaic Shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Welcome to the Mosaic Gardens. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. And again, I get to be live here in the Voice America studio. I am in Phoenix, Arizona, enjoying the company of all the great people who work here at Voice America. It's been such a warm welcome, and I've had to this great experience of getting able to um, have a few vi- uh, visits here at the studio and do some live broadcasts. Um, so today we are going to be talking about when spirit moves you, what do you do? So, and I'm talking about spirit as your higher self when you're getting prompted to do something new in your life. So how do you respond when your higher self or your spirit tells you to move forward? When you get that intuition that I got to do something different. And we've been talking a lot on the radio with all the broadcasts about what inspiration is. Or for me, it's, it's just kind of this understanding that I know there's something bigger for me. And um, people say they they, they kind of hear something inside that says, I need to do something. I'm here for something bigger than myself. Um, and so what is that feeling that you get inside, that, that kind of a, a prompting that says, wow, I should do something new? When I work with clients and they ask me, so how do I know that it's my higher self or my God self or whatever name you want to give that, I call it the God self, to move forward? Well, it's, it's when something sparks you and you say, oh, man, I'd love to do that. Or you see someone doing something and go, wow, I'd love to do that. And you get this warm feeling inside. It's, it's, a, it's a feeling of inspiration, a feeling of moving forward, a feeling of joy. It can be so many things, but it's just that one little thing that goes, wow, that's what I want to be doing. And... When you get that feeling, take a piece of paper and write it down. Write, write down what it is that you're being inspired to do. Because the next thing that's going to happen when you get that inspiration that comes in and says, let's do something new, is all the doubt. The brain's going to come in and say, uh-uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Ever had that voice that said, who do you think you are? Who are you to live so bra- big and to do such a thing? I mean, and then it will start listing off what assets and things you don't have. Oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have the space for that. Or so someone else do it and they fell on their face. Or last time, those kind of doubt thoughts will come up. And most of the time, what ends up happening is you listen to that and you forget that great little voice, the one that just 
pops you up out of your chair and goes, wow, that would be great. Now that feeling in that second when you go, wow, would be great, that is the inspiration. That is the action. That is what you want to get more in tune with and you want to hang on to and have that feeling and have more of that. Because as that grows, you will start living an incredible life. I promise you. There are people all around me doing that, and I am doing that. And you can do that. You can do that. You can live this inspiring life. Now, it's the doubt and the fears and, and all the questions that come up that will talk you out of it. So a lot of the exercises that I've been sharing here are about writing those things down, those doubts, those fears, going in and saying, where, where does this story come from? Even chasing the story back a little bit, just not getting caught in it. To look at the story and say, this story came from here, and this isn't true anymore. It isn't true anymore. Just because you had one incident or two or three that, that didn't turn out doesn't mean this incident is the same one. This is a problem people have in relationships. They get into a new relationship taking that person and seeing that person from the old relationship. If you can't let go of that old and let it go, then you can't move into the divine new that spirit has for you. And believe me, spirit has amazing, amazing things for you. So a couple of weeks ago, um, well, and go back even further than that, for a while now the executive producer here, Thomas, has been inviting me to come here and check out the studio and to meet the people that he knows, the incredible people in this area. And I had some resistance about it, but all of a sudden about three weeks ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and went, wow, because inspiration hits me at 3 a.m. in the morning. I don't know about you, but where I'm in the middle of the night sleeping, and all of a sudden I wake up, so I keep a notebook by my bed. And if you keep a notebook by your bed when inspiration hits you, you can write down all those thoughts. Because I used to think I'll remember them in the morning. Now, when I wake up in the morning, I don't remember those thoughts. They're gone. I don't know where they went because I had them so vivid at 3 a.m. So um, when I'm inspired at 3 a.m., I get up and I, I write this down. So I was inspired to say, you know what, go to Phoenix. Pack up and go to Arizona. Well, where am I going to stay and what am I going to do? Just pack up. So... As one of my great teachers taught me once, have your bags ready when you're ready to go to your next thing. Um, Yvonne Van Zandt, I, I loved her teachings. I still do. I love her teachings. And she was talking once about having her bags ready um, because she was going to need to move and be evicted. And she was ready. They weren't going to throw her stuff out in the street. She was ready to go to her next adventure. And if you don't like where you're at, then instead of sitting, griping, complaining, and being angry at that, pack up your bags, get ready for where you're going next. Be ready for where you're going next. So I got up the next morning. I packed up. And I called my friends here. So I'm coming over. I have some friends here. I've lived here before for a couple of winters. And they were real excited. Come on over, Christy. Um, I got in my car. I didn't know where I was going to go. I had a friend who had a condo for a couple of weeks. It's like, great, I'll go there. I have another friend who I came and stayed a night with. And she was getting ready to um, go to work, and she's telling me that she wanted to go to the Grand. She's always wanted to do something like this, to go out and explore and live, and and she loved live her life fully, really live. And she'd always wanted us to wear, and she said the Grand Canyon, and she said she'd read somewhere they were taking applications, and so I said, why don't you apply? And she started up with her story about why she couldn't, and I said, look, just get the application, put it in. What's the worst that can happen? You know, if they say no, you're still here. Do you hear what I'm telling you? 
if you go out after your dreams and you don't get it, you're still where you're at. You haven't lost ground. But if you go out after your dreams and you get it, you've gained ground. You gained a lot of ground. So she had a few hours before work. I said, what do you need to do? Get my application, take it down to the library, do it. Get your application, take it to the library. And she did. She did it right then because she had somebody who said you can do it. Go for it. So she got her application. She took it down to the library. She had an interview last week. She's going to work at the Grand Canyon. And she has her place until April. And so someone's going to need to sublet her place. So here I am going, oh, all right, there's a place for me to stay. I love her place there. So two things happened there. Two things happened. When both of us were willing to step out and go for it, without letting that mind sell us all the reasons. Oh, my gosh, I could come up with a dozen reasons why I should stay in Moab. One, one being that my house is empty and I own it. <laughs> I've got a house I own I'm paying rent to live here. Um, yet, since I've been here, I've met the grandmothers from Sedona. I am actually going to have an amazing guest. I'm going to tell you about her in a minute. She's the surprise on that. Is, is someone I'd never dreamed of interviewing on the radio. It's so great. It's like all the other people I've been able to interview on the radio that I never dreamed of. I never even dreamed I'd be on the radio, for one thing. So this is, this is awesome. I've got to meet the people here in the studio, and I had an awesome healing yesterday by a woman who does sound bowls here, and she's going to be on the show in March. And um, she was inspiring, and she did a lot of clearing of past life stuff for me, one of being a victim. And that past life of being able to to let that go, and oh, that was that was gifted to me yesterday. Things are being gifted to me right and left because I am open to receiving. When you are open to be receiving, you will be gifted with amazing things. I am going to be speaking while I'm here in Arizona. I'm going to be speaking in Scottsdale area, Mesa. Tempe and Phoenix. So in order to find out about that, please go to soulheaterspath.com because I'm still setting up those arrangements. My life is unfolding as we speak. Every day it's unfolding. I had an incredible experience that happened to me when I decided to go for my divorce, when I knew it was time and I was told, I was told to walk away. And it took me six years to do it. And a lot of chaos happened in that six years because it just took me a while to get my courage to do it. But when I finally stepped into it, I took a drive up the coastline. And um, these are things that I want you to listen to because they can help you. I got in my vehicle and I went up the coastline because I was inspired to be by the ocean. And I spent two weeks driving up there, a lot of crying, a lot of fear, 30 years, no education out of high school. What am I going to do? Not even seeing that the training that had been presented for me in the healing field to do my own healing, which I've shared stories with you, intimately stories about what that healing, why I needed that healing. I had no idea that I didn't look at all those things and say, I'm so educated in these areas of healing, which is where my profession is going, into healing, right? So I didn't need to go to college and get a BA in science or anything like that because my education came at the knees of and most important people, I would say that I was taught at the knee of God. I was in places and countries where I was invited to ceremony with the Mayan elders and the ten sacred grandmothers in in, in um, Sweat Lodge, and just incredible stories. So many of them. They'll be in my book that I'm writing, that I've been writing, because I have been writing a story of my life for many, many years, and now it's coming into book form. And I will be spending the next month really working on that. It's a woman's journey through fear, live, love, and laugh, and learn. Live, love, laugh, and learn. And it's just, 
an, an, an amazing experience and all of these stories of what brought me to where I am at and all the teachings and people that showed up to help me are incredible. So I'm here and I'm going to be speaking in this area. And um, as I was up the coastline, I'll go back to that part of the story, I was driving along and my totem is Hawk. And I pulled over to the side of the road because I was crying so hard I couldn't drive anymore. And I pulled over to the side of the road and this hawk was circling my vehicle, my, my little motorhome. And I got out and I started to walk along the coastline and this hawk flew in front of me and it literally landed on a fence post in every fence post along the way for the mile until the trail had been washed into the ocean. And then it stopped. And then it turned around and flew back. And as it was flying, I kept hearing just follow Hawk, just follow what you're being told to do, just follow and trust. And then I get back to the vehicle and the next day I went for a hike up in Manzanita County and I was hiking along the beautiful coastline there and a hawk flew out to the ocean and picked up a fish and flew over my head dripping water on me. And I heard, if I can give fish to hawk, I can take care of you. And I knew I was going to be okay. And I knew what I needed to do was to go back, go to mediation, and turn it all over and let it go and stop this fight. Stop the fight and surrender. Let go of what I thought was mine and the only way I thought I could get it because everything you have comes from that universal love. It comes from that God source. Everything you have comes from that God source. Nothing else but that God source. That's where it comes from. It doesn't come from the paycheck, and it doesn't come from this other resource. You think it does, but if you want to go back, it really all comes from your God source to provide for you. So I knew I was going to be okay, and I went to the campground, and I sat. I'd driven further up into the Redwoods that day, and I sat in the Redwoods, and I said, what do you want from Spirit? And Spirit said, Christy, can you live in a place where you need to know what you need to know when you need it, and all your needs are met? And the important part of, of sharing this story with you today, it's not in my notes, it's not what I plan to share, but the important part of that is I need to hear that again because I'm in this new place going, what am I doing here in Phoenix? So I woke up last night going, what are you doing? You know, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> your, your house is somewhere else, and yet my house is here. And, and so I'm here because I have a message to share. And I'm here because this is the next part of my journey. And I am willing to move forward. Are you willing to move forward? Because awesome things are going to happen to you. Awesome things are happening. Awesome things are happening. And people who move forward, you go and look at them. You know, this morning I was doing my exercises and my inspirational um, talk that I put on was Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey and the 2014 commencement speech. If you've not heard about it, go to YouTube and listen. It's amazing. And one of the things he said that really hit me again, I listened to it over and over again, is I have no limits, he said. I cannot be contained because I am the container. I cannot be contained because I am the container. And I took that because I cannot be contained because I am the container. I am the container for love. I am the container for sharing. I am the container for moving forward. Um, I'm on, on fire today because I had that amazing gifted healing that someone gifted to me yesterday to let go of the victim energy that I was still holding to my subconscious. And I've done work and work and work and work, and I thought it was gone. And when she started talking about it, I knew it was still there. It's that shadow part that I didn't want to look at. And it's come from lifetimes. It's, I've hold, held on to this for many lifetimes. So to be able to do this healing with her and let it go, wow, I know doors are going to fly open now for me. I know. And I know Jim Carrey said today, too, that he's now, 
he thought he was the body that contained him at one point in time. And I'm, paraphr- I'm just paraphrasing what he said because I didn't write the note there, but he thought that he was a body that contained him, and he knew that that body was only on a land, and that one day it would be gone. And now he's opened up and realized he's a convertible. He's a convertible opening to all things. He's riding through life with the top down. And and I've, I made a choice several years ago to ride through life with my top down. I remember listening to someone speaking, saying, how big are you going to live? Are you going to live small or big in this world? And I went, I'm going to choose big. And I've been living big. And that means big things come in, too. It means big opportunities, big opportunities that come in. And so I'm going to be her speaking in the area. I would love to come and speak at your event, your church, your group, anything like that. I'd love to come and share for free all the stuff that I'm learning. I just want to share it. Just let me know where I could come and speak. And um, you can go to soulhealerspath.com to do that. I've told you christyellen.com. I worked on so many ways for you to find me. But you know what? You can find me because I'm the Mosaic Shaman. The only one out there, go find the Mosaic Shaman. I'm not the only shaman, but I'm the only Mosaic Shaman out there. So you go and type in Mosaic Shaman, and you're going to find me all over the place. So go look into that. Go look into um, the Mosaic Shaman and see where I'm speaking here in this area. I'm going to be in in Arizona for a few months now. I'm going to be sharing how you can believe in all possibilities to make things possible, to take life shattered pieces and create your beautiful art. That's what this is about. This is about you and what you know is possible for you and where you can go and what you can create. I want you to know that you have choices and you can walk through your fears and accomplish things you never imagined. There are so many options and all things are possible. Believe impossible to create the possible. And um, I can help you do that. And what I'm going to be talking about is the elephant in the room when I come and speak, when you come and listen to my presentations, the elephant in the room. That big thing we pretend we don't see, the elephant that's messing all over. And you, if you've ever seen an elephant, they make big piles of that stuff. And if you're pretending it's not there and you're climbing around it, let's move that elephant out of the room. Elephants are beautiful, but they don't belong in the room. And uh, so we're going to go, and that's what I'm gonna, my topic will be, talking about the elephant in the room. Jim also talked about how his father inspired him. And I want to tell you, as we're going to go into Hummingbird today and talk about Hummingbird, because Hummingbird is the ancestors and the growth and the moving forward, that my dad inspired me too. My dad used to dream of places he wanted to go and things he wanted to see. And when he left this earth, he was still dreaming of those dreams. And I learned from that. And when I'm going to go after those things, I'm going to go. And he taught me to go after those things because he didn't. And then he also, though, taught me a good thing, and that was to persevere and move forward. He taught me how to keep moving forward and how to keep things moving in action. So he taught me many things, and I want to thank my dad for that because he passed last year, and I have been missing him a lot. And the gifts that he brought into my life. Those people around you and your ancestors will teach you many, many gifts. So we have a a couple minutes here. I want to make sure before I introduce this uh, amazing person that's coming on today, my special guest. So I want you to sit down, and we're going to do our meditation. Take your feet, put it on the earth, drop into your sit bones, bring your breath into your belly, expanding it, moving it forward, allowing it to grow and expand with air. We want to take this meditation time to ground the earth, put your roots deep into the earth, connect to who you are. You have no limits. You are not the container. 
You are not contained because you are this container that holds everything. Put those roots deep into the earth. Bring that energy into your heart. All things are possible because you are possible. All things are possible because you are here. You're a being of divine light and love. You have come here to create. You are the most amazing creator. You create the most amazing life. You can have whatever you want if you're willing to let go of what you don't want. In this place, grounded to the earth, solid and completely whole, you are an amazing being of light. You are an amazing being of light, and I am so glad to know you. You create everything in your life by your presence and your love. Everyone you touch is affected by you. Present yourself with love to all those you know today. Hold that in your heart. Breathe it in. And on that note, I'm going to tell you that today we're going to talk to Liz Don Donahue. Liz Don Donahue is the CEO of Celebrate Your Life. If you don't know what that is, go and look it up. It's the most amazing conference where she brings people and healers from all over the world together. She brings them together to create inspiring lives for everyone that she meets. She's had an amazing journey over the last 21 years bringing people together. And she has had the ability to bring thought-provoking spiritual authors to help those in this world live a most fulfilling and joyous life because that is her life mission. And so I'm going to be really excited to talk to her and share her life's mission with you and her life. So take that feeling of being grounded and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. It's time to live an inspired life. Join Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman, as she enhances the quality of your life. Healing with art is Christy's focus. At soulhealerpath.com, if you follow the steps and use the skill that Christy Ellen teaches in Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching, doing your part and taking 100% of the responsibility for your life, changing your life story, then in one year's time, you could be living the inspired life of your dreams. Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching offers four life coaching packages, starting with the Serpent Path, which is all about awareness and letting go of what you do not want to have and embracing what you do. Go to Soul Healer's Path and sign up for a one-month session of Clearing the Light Body. So come and walk the medicine wheel with Christy Ellen. Visit soulhealerpath.com or call 435-260-9598 for a special newcomer's one-month coaching package for just $300. Christy Ellen is an intuitive healer and master creator. Let her guide you to living the life to which you were born to live and go from ordinary to extraordinary. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. 
This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Gardens. This is Christian, the Mosaic Shaman. And I have been living my life from a place of knowing something to make people, the people that do something to make people their best selves. Living a life that allows people to be their best selves. And my guest, Liz Don Donahue, has done just that. She is the co-founder of Mishka Productions and Celebrate Your Life. Welcome to the show, Liz. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Honor to be here. Well, it's exciting because um, I'm just going to start out just sharing just a little bit of a story when I, I first actually met you, and you probably didn't even know you met me, but um, <laughs> I, I went to celebrate your life, and, and it was um, it was a year that actually your mother had passed, and uh. it was my first experience at Celebrate Your Life, and I got in an elevator to go to my room, and this beautiful woman got in the elevator with me, and there was a couple other people in the elevator. And she turned to me and she said, how are you enjoying, because I had my little badge, how are you enjoying Celebrate Your Life? And I said, oh, it's really nice. I just got through listening to this great speaker, and I really feel motivated by being here. How do you like it? And in her graciousness, she said, well, I do enjoy it. Um, I've been doing it for a few years, and, and I've been very privileged to meet a lot of great people. And she said, you just have a great time. And she left the elevator, and the woman next to me said, do you know who that was? (laughs) <laughs> and I said, no. And she said, well, that was Liz, Dawn. <laughs> and you asked her how she's liking her. <laughs> and you were so gracious and so sweet that I fell in love with you then. I went, what a w- wonderful person. You authentically live who you are. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I, I, I strive to, to, um, you know, walk the talk, I suppose, as they say. <laughs> I I do as well, and sometimes um, I'm not my best self. Sometimes my little girl comes out and throws a tantrum. <laughs> yes, and who's to say that's not our best selves at that particular moment, right? That's right, that's right. Exactly, we get to let all the stuff hang out. We do. Yes. So tell me, how did Mishka Productions come about? How did Mishka Productions come about? Okay, you ready? Grab a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, <laughs> sit back, glass of water, whatever Good. your choice of beverage is. I've so got my coffee, so let's go. Sit and relax. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'll try and give you the abridged version. I was living in Los Angeles at the time, and I was an aspiring actress. I'd done quite a bit of regional theater all around the country, and I decided, well, it's time to move to Los Angeles. And that's pretty much when my career took a screeching halt. Oh, wow. L.A. and I didn't get along all that well. It was a difficult journey there. I did some work there. I had a terrific agent, and I developed a lovely little eating disorder, what a surprise, an actress developing an eating disorder. <laughs> what a way to handle stress, eat. right? <laughs> yep, I understand so that. <laughs> I was exhausted, I was underweight, and I'd been working as an activities director for a 2,500-unit 
apartment complex in the middle of the Fairfax district in Los Angeles called Park, Park La Brea. And I was kind of like Julie on the love boat. So I was doing that to pay the bills, and I was also taking my acting classes and still auditioning. And I just got completely wiped out. And my mom said to me, who was living in Scottsdale at the time, we're originally from New York, and my mom, Arielle Wolf, said to me, Honey, why don't you come home for a while and chill out and relax and keel a little bit and let's get to the core of this eating thing and let's really start working on yourself and give you the time and space to do that. You can stay with me for a while. I said, okay, sure. Why not? I, I, I don't know what I'm doing here in L.A. and I'm really struggling. So I left Los Angeles, put all my stuff in storage, and I went to stay with my mom with what I thought was just going to be two or three months. Okay. And how was that living with your mother again? It was really different because <laughs> here I was, about 32, 33 years old, and I'm <laughs> living with my mom. So it was really, um, I mean, we had to work out some stuff, and she had a little townhouse at the time in uh, downtown Scottsdale, and she had a psychotherapy practice. My mom was a classical musician and also a camp director and also a psychotherapist. Okay. So she had lots of degrees under her belt and different jobs that she held and positions she held throughout the, you know, Sounds you know, very my talented. growing up. Yeah, she sounded like a very talented woman with a lot of different talents and resources. Very, very. Creative. Very educationally mm-hmm. driven. So I stayed there for a while, and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And my mom said to me, listen, a friend of mine has a little spiritual bookstore in Phoenix, and this is 1994, 95. It must have been 93, 94 at this point. And I went to work in the bookstore for $4.50 an hour. Didn't know what I was going to do with my life because the only thing I knew how to do was to be on stage as an actress. Okay. So the owner of the store knew that I'd had event background experience, and she handed me a book one day and said to me, Here, I want to do an event with this author. I think he's going to be huge. I just feel it. I think he's going to be huge. Would you read the book? I'd love for you to, you know, help me to, to put the event together. So I went home. I read the book overnight, fell in love with the book, and I came back to the store the next day. I said, I'd love to do this event. And what was the book? The book, drumroll please, yes. was The Celestine Prophecy. Oh, wow. Yes, an and amazing story. And it was just story. before James had been picked up, James uh, Redfield, the author, yes. was picked up by Time Warner. So we did the event, and there was standing room only. And because of my mom's organizational skills, she actually helped me to put some of the aspects of the event together, like the ticket sales and how are we going to get people to pick up their ticket, you know, all these like little tchotchke things that we had to figure out together. Mm-hmm. So we did the event, standing room only, and then after the event, I had since then stopped working at the bookstore, and Sally who is James Redfield's wife, called me one day and said, listen, Time Warner just published my meditation CDs, and I'd like to do an event. I said to her, well, you know what, I'm going back to L.A., and I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do an event on my own. I don't have any backing or anything. And I turned to my mom, and I said, Mom, Sally wants me to do an event. And my mom looked at me and said, why not? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't, have, I don't know what I'm doing. She goes, yes, you do, Elizabeth. So I think she loaned me like $1,500 to get started. I set up a phone line in her dining room on this rickety old desk, and I went to place an ad in the local newspaper for the event. 
And at the time, it was the Scottsdale Progress, and I know I'm really dating myself with that. So I placed the ad, and the guy said to me, well, what's the name of your company? And I said, company? I said, hold on a second. Let me get back to you. So I sat and talked to my mom, and I said, Mom, I don't understand. He's asking me what the name of my company is, and that we don't have a name, and we're not really a company. And so at the time, this was just at the time that we were putting our family dog, um, we were helping her to transition, as it were. She was very sick, and we needed to put her to sleep. Okay. And her name was Mishka. All right. And I turned to Ariel, and I said, you know what? I really, really, really want to, want to name the company after Mishka. And so that's how the name Mishka Productions came about. And we did the event. They were standing room only again. And I turned to my mom and I said, I really kind of like doing this. And then within two weeks after that, I received a phone call from a friend of my mom's who had studied um, the work of Carlos Castaneda. Oh, nice. Now, Carlos was this mysterious, elusive man who never, ever had a photo taken of himself. He wrote all of those books and just never, ever made public appearances. And all of a sudden, Carlos came alive and he was out there teaching what he was calling tensegrity, which were the movements and the magical passes that Don Juan had, had taught to him to stay centered and, and, you know, to be the spiritual warrior that he um, claimed to be. So I said, well, I guess I should call them and, and find out if they want to do an event in Arizona. So, <laughs> Well, now, I am not even set up to take credit cards. I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I pick up the phone and call Carlos Castaneda's agent and say, hey, my name's Liz Dawn. Would you like to do an event here? <laughs> this is it's amazing because you just stepped forward when everything showed up yes. and went for it. Do you think that that was luck or was it something else or was it just what was it that allowed you to step forward each time one of these things came up? Well, you don't learn to be an actress without having a lot of chutzpah. Mm-hmm. And in Yiddish, that translation is a lot of courage or the other way to put that is having a lot of balls. Yes, okay. <laughs> so I, I knew at that point that, I, you know, what could I lose? I just stepped forward and did it. I was saying yes to the universe because I didn't have, I really didn't have any other options. Professionally, I was trained as an actress and I wasn't getting work. My career was sort of taking a nosedive. And even though I, you know, passionately loved being on stage, but it just wasn't, it, 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 it was falling apart. And so I needed to kind of move for, towards what was opening up for me. Now, did I know that consciously at the time? Absolutely not. Did I go out to set, you know, to, to start a business? Absolutely not, because I have no business background. Other than I knew how to throw a good party. I knew how to get people together. And it's a passion of mine. I love people coming together in community, coming together in the name of spirituality, in the name of love, in the name of joy, in the name of peace, in the name of God. And so when, when this started happening, and, and, and I've always had a love of spirituality. My mom gave me Ram Dass's book, Be Here Now, when I was 16 years old. And then she moved me into Emmanuel's book, um, channeled by Pat Rodegast. So that's kind of my spiritual orientation. Okay. And but then the Masters of the Far East at that time of my well, life. So, there's a couple of things you said here that I, I, I'm, I'm um, catching on to. You said you didn't have any other, uh, anything, any other choice, anything else that was there to help you do. I mean, if you didn't do this, what were you going to do? And then the passion part. So is that part of when somebody's moving forward and 
going after listening to this spiritual stuff that moves him forward because it's really scary, as you and I both know, to do that. Mm-hmm. So you you didn't have any other options. It wasn't scary for me. Okay. It's really funny. It, it, what, it just felt like the thing to do, and I had uh, no idea I was creating a business. No clue. So talk I was ab- just doing what the next project was. Talk about and that then, for a minute because that's really important. It wasn't scary. You just knew this is what you needed to do. I don't know. I don't remember ever being afraid. Okay. I remember being afraid going to auditions and getting on stage. I remember that. Uh (laughs) I remember thinking, oh, my God, where's my next job coming from? But I don't remember really being afraid to do this. It just kind of just happened. Now, did I get nervous sometimes picking up the phone? You know, I had to, uh, you know, pitch people to do interviews, and I had to do my own PR and marketing, and I had to learn how to do that by trial and error. Yeah, I mean, to this day, I still get a little nervous calling up a new producer and saying, Hi, I'm doing this event, and it's really good. (laughs) I love hearing that. I love hearing that, because it's been a while you've been doing this and practicing it. I've been doing this 21 years. You're human, and you still go, Whoa, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I know, I know, because I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? And are they really going to get this? Exactly. You know, there's still that that spiritual stigma of, you know, oh, this is so woo-woo, and all that other, you know... Judgment but, that goes along with it that I still, I, there's a little piece of me that gets nervous each time. Well, Thomas, when Thomas called me, he said, Christy, I've got this great speaker, and I know she does presentations around. I think you're going to want to meet her. And he told me who you were. I went, oh, my gosh. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not just little. She does huge things. <laughs> and and oh, then I, well, my I mind went, out. how can I, who am I? Who am I to interview Liz? Oh, you know? so funny. And, you know, the funny thing is that we started out small. This didn't yeah. just happen overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, so what happened after the Carlos event is that we started then to just kind of look at other authors, and they just kind of fell into our laps, and then... We started just to get introduced to different people. So we started to do one event a month. And then by this point, I looked at my mom and I said, I really, 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 really need you full time. You know, how do you feel about your psychotherapy practice? And she said, that's fine. Let's, let's be partners in this. And so we worked out some stuff between ourselves and our relationship and all that mom-daughter stuff that comes with it. And we just embarked on this project together. So we did one event a month, like an evening lecture or a half-day workshop for 1995 until 2002, the only months that we skipped were December, I think, and August. But we had a program, and it, we did like a summer series, a winter series, a fall series, a spring series. And so we had all these programs going on. And then in 2002, we decided to do a big event called Celebrate Your Life. My mom named it Celebrate Your Life and to bring all the authors together for a powerful four-day experience. How did you go about doing that? How did you, how did you, um, so if somebody was new coming into, um, stepping into, uh, you you came here with nothing starting over, and you Uh started slowly, this is what I'm hearing, Uh and your fear wasn't probably there because you had this passion and excitement that, that went from it, and then you decided to start a big event, so what did you need to do physically, mentally, all of that to do that? Because I, and I wanted to add a little bit here too, because when I said to myself, who am I? I went, who am I not to do that? Who am I not right. to interview her? You Absolutely. Know? So, well, so what I, did you do? Well, I, 
this is a good question. I mean, I, I already had many years of experience doing the, you know, the smaller events, and we'd done some weekend programs, but we'd never done a program where we brought about 25 of the speakers together all for one huge conference or summit, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little bit different. I was a little bit, I mean, I was definitely nervous about the finances, no doubt about it. It was a big undertaking. And when we did it, it we were wildly successful with it. And it wasn't, it wasn't wildly successful like, oh, we did all this great job. It, it was a community of people from all around the world who came together to learn an experience from all of these great spiritual teachers and visionaries. So when I say that, oh, we do this event, it's not a we of um, just Mishka Productions. I mean, this is guided by the universe. This That's is guided right. by God. And then all the beautiful beams of light that are supposed to be there <laughs> show up. And, and, it, and they're just as much of a part of it as, as myself and my staff. Yeah, because without it, the people yeah, longing to learn and experience and come together for these amazing, heart-opening, glorious gatherings, this wouldn't be. So it takes, it takes a village. It's a community of people. Exactly. And it's touched yeah. so many people's lives. I mean, from my personal experience... Being there at Celebrate Your Life opened up doors for me to actually be able to have the courage to move forward and probably was part of what's one of the main steps that got me to where I'm at right now. So it touches amazing people. I mean, it's, it brings amazing people together, but it's amazing how it touches everybody's life. Well, I mean, how has it touched th- yours? I mean, how when you it- think about it, it's like where can you see all of these amazing speakers and teachers, best-selling authors, all in one place at one time? You can't. I mean, and when Wayne was here, Wayne Dyer, when he was yeah. here in physical form, he was there every single year yes. for our Scottsdale event. So we did Scottsdale, and we started to sell out very, very quickly. And then we added another city. We added Chicago. And now, since, you know, it's been many years, we also do Sedona. We do a sacred kind of more intimate retreat in Sedona. And then this year, we're jumping into, and then uh, I, I did not mention it several years ago. My mom transitioned into spirit, yes. and that was a huge loss for me personally, and of course professionally, big and, loss. And you went on to Chicago two days later to do what you needed to do. Is that correct? Oh my God! Yeah. Wow. That was an unbelievable year. I don't know how my sister and I did that. Cause my sister stepped in. My sister Jamie stepped in to help me during that time um, when our mom got sick, and. We spent a year by her side, taking care of her, loving her in the way that she had done for us all those years. Wow. What a a sacred experience you must have had there. to reciprocate and to be present, to have the honor to do that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So um, she transitioned on a Monday, June 1st, and that Wednesday... We had to leave for Chicago to go and run the Chicago event because we had 1,500 people, 1500 people showing up for the Chicago event. And it is just like Ariel to transition prior to the event because her motto is, <laughs> say is, the show must go on, get your butts to Chicago and run that event. <laughs> oh, wow. What a yeah. gift she was in your life. Oh, and still is, yes. I'm imagining, because I yes. know that they don't go anywhere, <laughs> right? They're still I'm there. I'm looking at her right now. I have a huge poster of her <laughs> to celebrate Ariel's life with uh, our logo. 
wonderful. And so this year, one of the one of the visions that Ariel and I had together was to create a women's summit. When my mom was a psychotherapist, she ran women's groups. And she also worked with women who were abused and women who were stuck in very abusive marriages. And so it was always a vision of ours to do a women's summit. And this year, that vision and that dream is coming to fruition. Wow. We're stepping out a little bit from our normal protocol genre, and we are doing an international women's summit in May in uh, Phoenix. And it's, we've got such a amazing lineup. And the way this whole program has come together has just truly been magical. There's, um, there's another little thing I want to tie into this. Just a first of December, I had the honor of being at Jack Canfield's home and doing some work with the mastermind and his co-founder of the Canfield, uh, Canfield Teaching Institute is Patty Audrey. And she there was a series of events and she kept me after to talk to me. She's actually going to help promote me this year. It's a, it's an amazing story in itself. It was blew me away that I, this, how privileged my life has been lately just because I'm stepping up and showing up. Mm-hmm. And she sat there and she said, I want to introduce you. I'm going to introduce you to the women that are putting together the women's summit in Phoenix. And here we are on the radio. <laughs> I love that. I, I went, this I is, love that. It was like, okay, she hasn't done anything yet, but she did. She just oh, put it out God, there. And so then funny. you and I are talking, and it's like, wow, okay. I When I was reading about this and that you were doing this Women's Summit, I went, there's the woman that she's going to introduce me to, and I'm actually going to get to talk to her on the radio in a couple oh. days. And that synchronicity in my flow, that flow of being able in my life was to to release and to 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 just turn it over and say I will be willing to show up when you need me to show up. Well, How does that a, play out? Saying, say yes to the universe. Yes. Just say yes. And just for your listeners, if they want to check out the summit, yes. our website address is www.celebrateyourlife.org. Remember that .org. It's not .com, but celebrateyourlife.org. And we've got Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, mm. Lisa Ling, who has her own show on CNN, Sherry Salata, who's the former president of the Oprah Winfrey Network, and Erin Brockovich is going to be there. Oh, we wow. all know who Erin Brockovich is. Yes, we do. And Glennon Doyle-Melton, who's the founder of Mamastery.com, and just a whole, and Marion Williamson, of course, and just mm. a whole host of really fabulous, powerful women leaders and teachers. It's going to be a really wonderful program. And I'm going to add to those out there, don't just check it out. Make it possible to go because it will change your life. If you're looking for change and you're wanting something new, step into this. Go and be inspired by others who are doing this incredible thing to heal the planet. So make it, you know, a priority. Go and, and do it. It will it will change your life. It it will create things that you never imagined possible. Yeah. So And I think it's really important for us to come together in community. It, it for is us to gather. It it magical things happen when we do that, when we step up and we, we're willing to, to attend something like this. We have so many people flying in from all over the world for our last Celebrate Your Life conference. We had people from New Zealand and Australia and Japan and Argentina. So, and people come by themselves or they come with a group of girlfriends or, 
you know, whatever it is, it's just, it's just a wonderful time to take time away for yourself and to focus on your own personal development and growth with no distractions. Yeah, and how do you feel when you finish up these events? I'm sorry? When you, when, when you finish the event and you're done and you've put on this great event and you've seen the, the light go on in so many people's lives, how does that affect you on a personal level? Well, I sit at my desk and I literally sit here and cry. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm filled with such joy and such bliss and such gratitude and feel so humbled to be able to do the work that I do in the world. And it's not, I, I never, I don't, I don't really go to that place of, look what I've done to affect so many. It's look what we've done. Look yeah. what God has placed in front of me. And I'm just answering the call. I'm just the caretaker of this beautiful entity called Mishka Production. And sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's hard. And I've got to put my big girl panties on and say, oh, I have to do this again and that again. And it's not always bliss and fabulous and gorgeous. There the, there are the grown-up things we have to do to make these kinds of things happen that sometimes aren't as fun. But after the event, I'm just in a state of just joy and bliss. And then after that, there's a little bit of aching and longing. This, mm-hmm. It was interesting. After this last event, and, and the entire team felt it, there was a little bit of, of a sadness when it was over because the event, uh, we, we were on such a high. It, it was like 1,500 people were encased in this bubble of joy and magic and love and acceptance and support. And, and when we left it, it, we carried it with us, but then there was this aching to be back in it. That is so, so beautifully put. Beautiful yeah, we're, we're going we're yeah. to buy a hotel so we can just live there all full-time and do <laughs> events year-round. <laughs> so, so when somebody comes to one of these beautiful events and they're inspired in it and motivated by it, what would be your, um, your advice to them on how they take that home and how do they take it and incorporate it into their lives? Well, the one thing I always recommend is you, you, we have these little notebooks that uh, we sell at the event or bring your own notebook, whatever it is, but make sure you take copious notes. And also we have the audios and people can, you know, re-listen to the um, audios of the workshops and to keep reminding yourself, keep going back to that place. Bring mementos home so you can sit and say, this is the energy that I felt there. To stay connected, to stay connected to our Facebook community. Stay connected to all of these teachers and go on to study. You know, some of these teachers, you know, do intensives and you can go on and study further with them. And, and um, about 50% of our people do that. So they'll come to an event, they, they'll fall in love with, um, you know, maybe Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote The Four Agreements, and mm-hmm. they'll go and study further with Don Miguel and his sons. So you, and you never know what happens at, a, at, a, at an event. Mm-hmm. We've had more people meet and become best friends. It's, it's so fascinating to me. And I'll, they'll come to me, we met at Celebrate Your Life, and we met at one of your conferences. <laughs> and I, 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 that brings me such joy, that people are connecting, that people are making friends, that people are finding their tribe. That connection, I love that piece of Yeah, it. the connection and support is important to, to surround yeah. yourself with people that are going to inspire and continually move you forward. And being able to every day listen to an inspirational um, excerpt from that that the I've ta- I always do take the CDs home because it's not a one-time thing. You just don't go and take. There's so much to take in actually during that time. It's it's wonderful, but to be able to go back and listen to them, 
again and again. When is your next um, Celebrate Your Life? Well, the next Celebrate Your Life we think is going to be in Chicago on the weekend of August 18. Okay. And we'll be releasing our registration for that probably within the next month. And so the order of, of, of events, will you give that to us again that they can participate and go and listen, go and t- um, actually come to, um, which would be the next one? Was that the Women's so Summit? It's the International Women's Summit, okay. which is in May. It's okay. only in about three or four months. That's right. And then we have Chicago in August, and then we have Sedona in November. Okay. And it's easy enough to just go in and look at the Women's Summit and to register. And we tell them where they can register again for that? Absolutely. Our website is www.celebrateyourlife.org. Again, remember that .org. So it's celebrateyourlife.org. Wonderful. Yeah, and, and to go in and, and do that and check that out. Now, there were some things that I wanted to ask, um, you know, you. So how do you start your day? Because there's certain things that people that are living on the path of success do that others can go, okay, I want to learn. That was my main thing. I went, if I want to learn to do this, I'm going to learn from the best. So I'm going to go out to the best. So how do you start your day? I, how do I start my day? <laughs> First thing I do is I walk into the kitchen and I drink a large glass of water. Okay. That is the very, very first thing I do in the morning. Every morning. Getting hydrated, up, yes. walk into the kitchen and go and grab a glass of water. And then I do meditate, I would say, pretty much every day, even if it's just for two minutes. It can be two minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however much time I have, I pretty much know, but I do sit and meditate, and I do meditate with a crystal in my hand. And then I do call upon the angels, and I do ask them for guidance. I ask my guides to come in for guidance. I ask God for guidance. I ask my mother to come in. I just call in all the great energies that are supportive in my life that are that I don't necessarily physically see. Huh. And then I do pull... Um, I, nobody's ever asked me this before. I know. Sorry <laughs> to throw you off. But it's, it's, so, it's so important because how you're starting your day is what you're setting your day up for. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose. Yes, I guess you're right. I just enjoy yeah. doing it. It's yeah. like I, I love that time in the morning where I get to sit and meditate and then ask for angel communication, and I do use the cards for that after I'm done meditating and praying. And how important is meditating to somebody out there to, to, to start using? For me personally, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's my saving grace. I, I love meditation. And I, I, I would never tell anybody to meditate who it doesn't resonate for. For me, I love I just love meditating. I love going to that silent, quiet space, and that's normally, uh, I I don't want to say the goal for me, but that's normally what I I strive to, is just to be silent, is just to be completely quiet and in stillness. My my mind will go 100,000 miles an hour. If I don't particularly meditate, I would probably burn myself out. So the meditation (laughs) is the silence of the mind to say, come on, just take a minute, we're going to take a break here. Yeah. And let the mind quiet itself down. So you've met some amazing people along the way. You are an amazing person to change the world because you've stepped up and done. And I, I call amazing people are those that are willing to let go of what doesn't work and step into what does and have that courage and bravery to move forward. And to not get caught in the ego that, 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 that it's all about them, but it's about so much because you give out so much to the community. 
Out of all those people and the experiences you have, what has touched your life the most? Oh, wow. And we only have three minutes, but... I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't... um, What has touched my life the most? Do you mean in terms of a person or... Yeah, just what what gift would you leave with with our listeners about what has inspired you and moved you forward that you would like to leave with them as your parting message? Well, I just feel that um, remember to... Uh, remember to love, remember to be kind. I remember Wayne once saying to me, would you rather be right or would you rather be kind? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He saw me getting into some ego place. He said, would you rather be right or you remember rather be kind? So just remember that. Just remember that. Because that will help you throughout your day. When you're coming up against obstacles, would you rather be right or would you rather be in grace and in kindness? And remember your spiritual practice. Remember who you are. Never, ever lose sight of the beautiful beam of light and joy that you truly are. Oh, thank you for that. You, oh. And you are an inspiration and a beautiful beam of, of light. And what I like about you is how humble you are. You're authentic and humble, and that reaches out to speak to so many. Um, well, thank you. And thank you again so much for being here. And, and to our audience, one last time, I'm going to have you promote where they can go and actually be part of this community that you created? Well, the website is, once again, celebrateyourlife.org. And again, remember that, .org. And come join us on May 4th through the 7th. And we really have such a diverse speaker from all walks of life. And we'll be covering everything Everything woman, everything female, <laughs> from health to business to making a difference in the world to self-empowerment to how to become more involved in your community. So come and join us. It's, it's just it's, it's a beautiful gathering. It really is. Well, on that note, thank you for joining me here. I wish we had more time to just talk more, and I hope that at some point in time we get to talk more. So um, thank you so much, Liz, and to everyone listening. Until next week, may the spirit of love be with you. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.